Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What's going on, DMV? You know who it is. Youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Here with you live and local on the Team 980 and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's Christmas here in our nation's capital. Big news story of the day, Forbes basically coming out and saying that Daniel Snyder has taken out securities with Bank of America to try and attempt to sell the Washington commanders, still trying to iron out the details on the situation here. It'll be a special edition of Burgundy and Gold. We got our friends in studio with us, Pete Medhurst and Chris Russell, the host of Russell and Medhurst, going to help us get through and rip through all the news here today. I mean, it's it's almost as if it's almost it's almost like Christmas for me. And and we brought you guys on for this because this is more of your wheelhouse. I, I'm a I'm a football man, mm-hmm. but I can't help but be excited. For what's going on right now? Uh, did you did you hear Chase Young's coming back today? I was about to say yeah, and in, in all of this, Chase Young is going to be on the practice field today. Uh, we were supposed to we're set to have Michael Phillips of the Richmond Times Dispatch join us at one o'clock. Obviously, we'll be talking about the ownership situation with Washington, but we'll get an update on Chase Young as well and see what he got to do today in his first day back out on the practice field. You guys have been talking about this, Pete, but man, do you really believe? That this is actually going to happen, or do you, or do, are you of the belief that hey, look, maybe just maybe this is a cash grab here? Linnell, I'm looking at it from the standpoint of hum, human being. Yeah. Um, you know, how much longer can Dan and Tanya go about this situation? Obviously, get disrespected by fans, uh, and I mean, literally, the only people that want them to stay in charge of this team right now is them. <laughs> are themselves. And I, but again, I mean, I, I look at the full scope of this, you know, I know social media right now, it's like 99% to 1%. Um, you know, the people are overjoyed publicly with this type of news. But I, I, I do look at the, in the totality stewardship. It's not a lack of effort on his part. Right. The problem was he brought in the wrong people and a lot of the wrong people now have ruined his franchise. Yeah. And he allowed that to occur. He allowed Bruce Allen to sell him a bill of goods, hire bad people, interfere with those people. Not every coach they hired um, w- was great by any stretch of the imagination. But none of those coaches ever had a fair ch- because there was constant interference. Oh, guy, guy. You watch two potential fame coaches walk out of the building. Hell, you got rid of North Turner. <laughs> okay? 
and laundry list. You know, stuff. putting it was like it was like the fantasy owner putting his fingers on the franchise from the moment that he took over, uh, and all of the and Bruce and Jeff George mm-hmm. and the coaches that they interfered with. So they spent a lot of competent people to do anything. It doesn't matter how much resources you put into it. If the people you're putting the resources into it, and that has been the overall, look, that's going to be when we, when look, someone's going to write a book one day. <laughs> I've, said it all, I've said it all on this show, chasing Dan Snyder, okay? And when you reevaluate this entire uh, Snyder stewardship, it will undoubtedly come down to him putting resources into unqualified people, and a lot of those unqualified people led to his demise as the owner here of this Washington franchise. I know right now and for the past couple of years when we're talking about Dan Snyder in this negative light, it's about the workplace culture. But I want to go back to some of the stuff that you just said about him hiring incompetent people to do the job. How much of a mulligan does Dan Snyder get for the early years here in Washington because he was the youngest owner in the National Football League? He's a fan at this point. And like you said, it wasn't for a lack of effort. Was he youngest in charge? Ha <laughs> ha, it's me. But so I'm saying, was he youngest was, in charge? Look, I mean, I should it, get a pass in Mulligan for things. It, that was, I messed it up was a on. it was a movement. It was just a bowel movement. It's just a bad bad bowel movement. <laughs> but like, but seriously though, how much of a pass do you think right. he should get for the early years? Because that wasn't him being a bad guy, so to speak. Uh, well, he treated. I mean, I, I mean, he treated a lot of people poorly because of his money, his power, and his ego, and his out of control immaturity. Right. So, I, I, like, do you give him a pass to some degree? Sure. I, I mean, all of us, right? All of us, even Dan potentially, can get better, smarter, more mature, uh, more uh, sensible. What you know, less egomaniac. All of that. All of that. Um, but. It doesn't excuse the entire body of work, yeah. right? Whether it, 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 because if it was just the first two or three years or four years or five years, you'd say, yeah, you know what? Okay, whatever. Uh, by and large, he's done right. No, no, no. No, no, no. And, and and maybe he truly has changed over the last couple of years. You know, they want to sing all the time about how they're the gold standard. Uh, go- Even in the statement they just yeah, put out. I, exactly. They take every chance to remind you that we're trying to be the golds and we are the gold standard. Uh, nonsense. Hogwash. Right. Okay. Uh I'm not saying that Dan hasn't changed at all. Again, Pete and I talk about this all the time. The face-to-face, one-on-one interactions that I've had with Dan Snyder, me personally, have never been bad. Right. Have never been, I mean, they were a little bit awkward, but have have actually been good. Now, it's been seven years since right. that has happened, so I, I don't want to pretend like it happens on a regular basis. But what I am saying is, is it possible that Dan has somewhat changed over the last couple of years? It's possible, but it still does not excuse, it does not change, it does not do anything to erase the previous, if it's truly happened, and I'm not convinced that it has, it does not change anything to erase the past 20 years. Remember, he's been here for what, 23 years, 22 Mm -hmm. years, whatever it is, okay? It's been 30 years since this organization has been the pride of the NFL on the field. It's been 23 years at least since this organization has not been a clown show. Think about this. How many team presidents are allowed to linger as long as Bruce Allen did with mediocre results mm. under his 
presidency of this team. Bruce Allen was supposed to, A, help us from a football standpoint, but he was also supposed to, by this time, he was supposed to have helped Dan get a new stadium project going somewhere, whether it was his brother's connections as the former governor in the state of Virginia, whether it was his own connections with other people in and around the area. Ultimately, that period of Bruce Allen's presidency with this team, the mediocre results that were allowed to fester, the interference by him and Dan to what we had as, certainly during Mike Shanahan's era, a good coach, at that time, Mike Shanahan's results outside of here, you know, speak for themselves. Right. But when you when you get in the way and your team president leads you down the road of mediocrity and ultimately, ultimately doesn't come through for the one thing that you hired him for, and that was to help you get a new stadium project off the ground. It never got off the ground during Bruce's tenure here. And of course, as we see going out the door... The Snyder family, in their testimony, publicly, alluding to the fact that Bruce Allen, in their mind, was a a lead figure in behind a lot of the accusations that now have the team restructuring its front office, trying to change their work habits in the workplace. So, all in all, you go back and look at that part of, uh, you know, the tenure is ultimately is is what undid. This stewardship yeah. of the Snyder family as the owners of this team. And it's interesting because Bruce Allen in recent years has been kind of, like you've alluded to, has been used as the scapegoat for all the bad things that have happened sure. over there. Absolutely. Somebody, a, I mean, look, in every, you know this, right. Linnell, and everything. Somebody has to, somebody has exactly. to take, somebody, ha, we have to blame somebody. Got to blame somebody. It's somebody's fault. And in this case, and, and I believe the Snyders are pointing the finger in the right direction here. <laughs> I believe, they got something right. I believe that Bruce is responsible, certainly for the failure from a football standpoint. None of us truly know what went on behind the scenes. Chris, to a certain extent, has insight on that because he worked in the workplace. Right. He has interacted with people that worked in the workplace and has an idea of what's true, what may not be true, what might be uh, you know, a stretching of the truth or whatever. But certainly from a football standpoint, and just discussing the football standpoint alone, uh, Linnell, that's where this went off the rails because as this league proves every single day, Chris and I talk about this all the time, if you're winning football games, you're not changing the name from Redskins. Yep. If you're winning football games, I agree. you're still selling merchandise, you've got everybody excited, the league is finding a way to work with you. Right now, the league is only working with you in a one-way capacity, and that's going out. Take the transfer portal out. We don't want you in here anymore. Forbes uncovered some things to me, and I don't know if you guys were already privy to this information. From a financial standpoint with the team here in the past year, um, the team sponsorship revenue up 40% this year from last year. They just signed off on their biggest, richest sponsorship deal ever with SeatGeek. There is some merit to what Daniel Snyder and those guys in the building are saying, that things are improving, but is it happening too late? Consider how how far it fell, though. Right. So, you know, any type of a surge is going to look, especially, and again, I think we've got to also remember, last couple of years during the pandemic, you had no revenues. Right. You virtually, in 2020, you virtually had no revenue. So, okay. Yeah, nobody in the building. There was nobody there, nobody parking, nobody buying concessions. 
Very few people buying merchandise. We got a little excited when you know when Heineke became Superman, dove for the pylon against the Buccaneers. So you saw a little bit of a surge right, right there, probably. Ultimately, though, that may have been the only time over the last two years where you had a little significant bump. And in 2020, I mean, look, let's face it, league revenues in the, around the entire league in 2020 were down because nobody was playing in front of right. uh, people uh, in the stands. So you're comparing it to that time period where nothing was happening. No money was coming in. And, of course, you're going to see a 40% surge uh, just by selling some jerseys. And, and, of course, all the new merchandise with the black uniforms, the burgundy uniforms, and the maroon and white uniforms. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting situation to monitor moving forward. we got you covered all day long here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. We want to take your calls on this as well. 301-230-0980 is the number. What is your instant reaction? We had the bombshell Forbes story come out this morning that is headlined, Dan Snyder hires Bank of America to sell the Washington Commanders. We want to take your calls 301-230-0980 is the number. Got my friends in the studio, Russell and Medhurst, sticking around to really get into the nuts and bolts of this situation. When we come back, I want to dig into something deeper here. If Daniel Snyder is forced to sell as fans, what type of owner would you want? I'll tell you what I think next here on the Team 980. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's the Burgundy and Gold today here on the Team 980 and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. I don't know whether or not to call it Christmas or the night before Christmas. The big story, obviously, right now here in the district and really nationwide right now, Forbes came out with a bombshell story this morning, headlining saying that Dan Snyder has hired Bank of America to sell the Washington Commanders. We've got Pete Medhurst and Chris Russell in studio with us right now to dig deeper into this situation. The second line of the article really is what a lot of people missed initially uh, when the report was first released. It says, according to a person familiar with the process, Snyder has already had at least four calls from groups interested in buying the team. Snyder and his bankers are exploring all options and a transaction could be for the entire NFL team or a minority stake. We're taking your calls on this all show long as well. 301-230-0980 is the number. I want to ask you this, guys. That little caveat that they're exploring all options and a transaction could be for the entire NFL team or a minority stake in the event that this is just Dan Snyder selling a minority of the team. What are costs and benefits from from, from that standpoint of this? If thing? he sells just a minority stake of the team, correct. I mean, I don't know what the benefit is for a a a minority investor other than to say, hey. Clout? Well, yes, clout, depending on who you are and and, and what you are. Uh, but if you don't get a controlling interest of the team, you have to realize that you are, again, basically a, a financial lender. You are a financial infuser. However, if you get if your investment in the team at regardless of what percentage it is, comes with the caveat that eventually you will get control of the team. Eventually you will get more and more percentage and therefore maybe eventually controlling interest. That could be the the, the hook to getting a minority investor involved now providing the cash infusion to build a new stadium and to stabilize the financial operations while not giving away controlling interest right now. Right now. Right now. See, that's interesting because it also says here in the Forbes article that in 2021, Snyder and the family got 100% control when they bought out those minority well, partners. Right, they do. They do. What and, led and, to that? Well, but that was because uh, Dwight Shar, and who was one of the three co-owners, uh, Fred Smith, the chairman of FedEx, CEO of FedEx, and and uh, Bob Rothman, who, you know, I, I mean... Uh, I had an encounter with in 2014 that was pretty pretty funny. I got to <laughs> tell you guys one time. Uh, I mean, they those guys all wanted out, right. and, and Dwight Shaw is permanently banned from ever owning a minority interest of a team ever again in the NFL. That was a part of that deal because things got so bad, the, the dirty laundry, the the allegations of you know again the Meaw thing and uh, and 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 uh, the former secretary or or um, person. 
who I used to work with, uh, Mary Mary Ellen Blair or whatever her name was, uh, you know, who was Dan's personal assistant, who I would run into all the time, all the time. And I mean, I knew she knew stuff. Right. I knew she had information. Right. But the point being is that all led to that situation. And a lot of people were like, wait, what is the NFL doing giving Dan more power? Well, as it has been speculated, what happens if or what may have happened is the NFL chose between the lesser of two evils. Mm -hmm. Knowing that Dan Snyder would be more difficult to get out if 40 percent of the team was owned by three other people. Now you've consolidated power. You've even though his sister, even though Tanya is the co-CEO, You've consolidated the power to family and essentially to Dan. I believe it's like 80% roughly that he and Tanya actually own. And I believe his sister owns about 20%. I believe that's the numbers, but I would have to double check that. The bottom line is you've consolidated ownership to one group, not four different groups with four different interests. And one voice only. And one, one voice. One voice only. It yeah. stands. And, and ultimately now the question remains, for those that are holding out the fact that Maybe he's going to get a minority owner to come aboard. Who the hell is going to come aboard that wants to do business with Dan? Who is big enough to make all of you forget all of this if Dan is still involved with the team and thinking that this team can press on and move forward? Does that person even exist right now? And I think that's something to throw out to the callers. Is there anyone that could come in as a minority owner with Dan still staying in the fold as the majority owner, even if it's 50.1%? Is there anyone that could come in and get you to be more excited about the franchise, even with Dan staying involved as an owner of this team at this point. As a fan, speaking from the fan's perspective, I don't think I don't think that's possible. Because if I knew from, from a fan's perspective that Dan Snyder was still going to have control over what's going on and someone else's name was just on it, I know the way Dan Snyder's operated for the past 20-plus years. He'll probably still be meddling and making decisions. Well, let me throw this scenario, okay? The only name, the only name that could radically change the prism that the fan looks through under that scenario is Jeff Bezos, and that's if he buys 49% of the team, okay, which is a non-controlling interest, but again, with the contractual built-in that eventually he becomes controlling interest owner of the team, or or that it's 49%, he builds the stadium, the stadium becomes, you know, Amazon Park, whatever, whatever you name it, uh, all of that, and somehow, some way, the way they present it is that Jeff Bezos is running the day-to-day operations of the organization and that Dan is. You're still giving your money to a Dan chairman. Snyder. Yeah, I know, Do you think but Dan, but that Dan is like a charity that? chairman emeritus or whatever, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, but that's the only name like the, the guy that's going to lose out to the Nationals. If Ted Leonsis and Monumental goes in and, and, and they're the lead, you know, the Michael Kim, the South Korean business like you bring him in and, and you let him buy 10 percent, 20 percent, 15 percent, 25 percent makes no difference. Nobody's going to care. Right. Nobody's going to get excited about that. No if chance. you bring and, in and Jeff no Bezos. 
Bezos, that's a different name. That is a different name. If you bring in a high-powered, if you bring in KD, your guy, Kevin Durant, and he buys somehow, some way, and I don't think he's got the capital to do this. Oh, you know, I'm about to say KD's got a lot. Do you think he's got the capital to buy 49% of the commanders his at, shoe, at $3 look, billion? Dollars? His shoe deal alone is $300 million. A I know, year. $3 billion. If we're I know, think about, think about how many years he's had this time to accrue this wealth. I know. Well, here's what you can do. I'm telling you, between how, how about, they couldn't get there on their own as one and two, but I'm telling you, if LeBron and KD... Well, LeBron's a Cowboys fan, so I don't know. Would yeah, you want him LeBron, buying the team? Now he's a Browns fan, he LeBron, said. I don't oh, yeah, that. whatever. Hey, LeBron's a fan of money. Yeah. Right. Okay? If you got those guys involved, they could probably, with just the two of them, get to within 40% of the asking price, and the two of them would be influential enough to get other owners involved well, how about to this? get to $6 billion. How about this? How about a consortium of Kevin Durant... Dale Earnhardt Jr. and uh, who's who's the rapper that um, uh, Wale? N- no, well Wale, Wale would probably be in on Wale, that Wale, and then uh, isn't like he, Rock Nation guy? Uh, who's who's the Rock Nation guy? Um, that's, that's affiliated with this team? No, 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 no. But but they've done bit. They hired the COO from Rock Nation, and there was oh. rumors that is it not Kanye? Um, What's about Jay Z? Yeah, him, <laughs> Beyonce's uh, husband, Jay Z, <laughs> Jay Z, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Kevin Durant, and who did I just uh, and 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 who else did LeBron we just mention? Well, well, you said LeBron James. I I don't know. I mean, I understand where you're coming from. No, Jay. I'm talking about guys that are identified as Commanders fans. Yeah. Jay Jay's. Well, Jay Z is not identified as that, but there's been a lot of rumors about him wanting to buy an NFL team. Him, you know, being positioned, what have you. Jay Z, Rock Nation, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Kevin Durant. Oh, there's plenty of more Redskin fan. I just googled celebrity Redskins. Vance Dale Earnhardt Jr., right. uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. Who, th- th- that Wale, was another one. Right. Taraji if, P. Henson. If you get a consortium of those guys, could you find a way to get, I don't know, could you find a way to get plus 50%? Why Maybe. Couldn't, why couldn't they get involved with a guy like Byron Allen, who was a vet, who was essentially in on the Broncos yeah. bidding, but just, I guess, by himself yeah. or whatever group he put together, couldn't get to the... Four point six five billion that Rob Walton could. The only way that this is going to change around the the the, the prism, if you will, uh, again, is if you have a a. I mean, listen, if if Dan doesn't sell one hundred percent. But somehow, some way, Dan is willing to give up controlling interest. And then if whoever buys the controlling interest is a name that fans can feel comfortable with and identify with, again, whether it be by consortium or partnership or whatever, or just one individual, that's the only way that a 100%, short of a 100% sale, that this is going to work. Controlling interest or... 100% 100% sale. That's it. Otherwise, it's going to be a really hard sell, even if there's like a promise to buy more. Yeah, it's all going to be an interesting situation to monitor here. Moving forward, I wanted to get into the statement that the team released after the Forbes interview came out and the tone of the statement. We had heard just last week that, you know, they were not. The, the quote was, Mr. Ursay will conclude that there is no reason for the Snyders to consider selling the franchise, and they won't. Very different tone from today when they're saying we are exploring all options. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, first of all, the bluster of that statement was so arrogant, so typical well, everything that they do. of corporate spokesmen. Uh, so, t- you know, and, and Pete, you said, you know, that that that's like corporate PR people. And, and you're right. That is corporate PR people. Don't make any mistake. There is a a, a smack. There is a touch. There is a uh, 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 a part of Dan Snyder and Tanya Snyder in that well, statement. Well, they have to approve it. You're sure. not going to release that without them seeing it. Right. And right. But uh, what I'm saying is, is that reeks of their arrogance. And then all of a sudden, if that is true, if we are to believe that is true, right, that they were involved in that in somehow. Well, then what changed over the last two weeks? What changed? That's was it Tanya as as we had a call getting uh, getting booed on the screen? Was it ta- was it five incidents? The bags, the posters. Tanya calling them hail to the Redskins. Jason Wright calling hail to the Red. Uh, the fans booing her. Uh, or was it Jim Irsay continuing his assault? Was it something that they found out in the Mary Jo White report as we talked about? Was there something new that we haven't heard of? Was there something that his lawyers got wind of? Is are they trying to get ahead of the attorney general of Washington, D.C. coming out? Are they a t- uh, are they worried about a Department of, Inj- of Justice investigation? Well, that's There's got to be something here that this, changed that. What it sounds like to me is, and this is going out on a way on a limb, maybe something in the Mary Jo White investigation has been presented to the lawyers of Perhaps. Daniel Snyder. And the lawyer Perhaps. called Dan and said, hey, look, there are some things Perhaps. in this investigation that you do not want to be released Let's go ahead and start the clock on Perhaps. the process of selling this. But thing. Dan's greatest fear should be like something like the Department of Justice, not Mary Jo White, mm-hmm. not the NFL, Legal. the Department of Justice, okay, with financial fraud. Because make no mistake about it, I, and, and I know, Pete, we've talked about this for over, you know, ever and ever, the political gain, the Congress, House Oversight Committee. Listen, without the House Oversight Committee, none of this crap gets done. None of this crap gets looked into, okay? Mary Jo White can go fly a kite as far as I'm concerned, okay? Her investigation really means nothing to me right now. What I, what, what I would be scared to death of if I'm Dan Snyder, no matter what they say in statements, it's all bluster anyway, as it's constantly proven— what I would be scared to death of is financial impropriety either against other NFL owners or in conjunction with other NFL owners against against tax revenue and against uh, public accounting and forged and, and fudged numbers that maybe evaded taxes or laws or rules. That's what I would. I'm not saying he did that. That's what I would be afraid of more than any other investigation, more than any other thing. If I was Dan. Is Snyder. that also, though, I think uh, right now, is that the toughest thing to prove in all of these probes that have been opened and that are open right now against this team in the investigation, the most damning thing would be that. But clearly something's going on because you know how NFL owners are, Chris. Not one person. Okay, let me rephrase that. Jimmy Haslam sort of, they didn't They didn't come out and they didn't attack Ursay for saying what he said. No. Haslam just said, well, you know, we might want to be a little more prudent about where the process takes us. They didn't come out and say, oh, Jim is this lone wolf who acted on his right. own. And Jerry is, you know, well, and he's well, false. You know, Jerry and, came out and called it a media thing. Yeah. He so said Jerry, it's not yeah, an us thing. That's kind of is a, that that surprising to you, though? Being no, the relationship that those two No, because had? they're best buddies. How I mean, I mean Jerry Jones and Dan Snyder, they, they've long been best buddies. Do you, I, do you think 
Do you think that maybe Haslam is in that consortium too? Do you think Jerry? <laughs> That'd be something. Look, Jerry looked like a guy that was just kind of going along with the family photo. Just like our kids do. Every time we try to take pictures of our kids, they're like, come on, Mom. Come on, Dad. We really don't want to do this. You think Jerry was just going along for the family photo down there in Dallas, Chris? Because he sure as hell didn't look like a guy that was a willing participant and noticeable. None of those pictures appeared on Dallas Cowboys social media. I think that was the most and damning And they thing. put pictures of Jerry out all yeah. the time. Well, because they knew what the commanders were doing. The, G- Jerry, Jerry I mean, had to know that it was a PR circus and it was a sideshow. And we probably haven't criticized them enough. That was a driven sideshow. And that's what I'm saying. Everything that this organization says, PR spokesman or not, corporate PR or not, Dan, Tanya, or not, everything is complete bullcrap from top to bottom. Everything is complete nonsense and a farce. Nothing should ever, ever, ever be taken with anything more than a grain of salt when it comes from that organization. Because it's all being driven by people who think they're smarter than you and are actually dumber than a box of rocks. <laughs> 301 230 is the number. We want your reaction. The Forbes story that came out this morning saying that Dan Snyder has retained BO Bank of America securities to sell the Washington commanders. Caveat in this whole thing, though, Snyder and his bankers are exploring all options in a transaction. Could be for either the entire NFL team or a minority stake. We want to hear from you. 301-230-0980 is the number. Before we hit the break here, there's a statement that just came out uh, from the NFL PR guy on the commander's potential sale. Says, quote, any potential transaction would have to be presented to the NFL Finance Committee for review and require an affirmative vote by three quarters of the full membership. That's 24 of the 32 NFL teams. And then to follow up on that, this is an update on the Mary Jo White investigation. Mary Jo White is continuing her review. We have no update on a timeline. This all smells fishy to be on both sides, because what if. The findings of that Mary Jo White investigation are so damning to the rest of the National Football League that they're just like, you know what, just go ahead and sell it before this comes out. And maybe, just maybe, we could prevent it from coming out. And well, causing all I mean, hell to again, break remember, loose. Dan Dan allegedly said, or, you know, I mean, there were reports that had Washington saying, you know, we've got stuff on other owners. We're ready to battle. We're ready to fight. So... I mean, but again, I don't, I'm not sure how much. I mean, Mary Jo White is not investigating other teams. She's simply talking to people here and investigating the situation here in Washington. Now, as we saw with Bruce, Bruce Allen's emails, that opened up a can on the Raiders. Yep. And one of the league's most popular head coaches is no longer employed. And, oh, he's got a lawsuit that uh, a federal court has already said, you know what? You got a case, Mr. Gruden. Yeah. <laughs> You'll pr- you can proceed. So, multi-layered situation here. We'll continue to get to the bottom of it next here on the Burgundy and Gold today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Team 980 and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the Burgundy and Gold today. Linnell Willingham. We got, got some backup with me in studio here today. The host of Russell and Medhurst, Chris Russell and Pete Medhurst. 
joining us because it's almost like a holiday here in our nation's capital. The bombshell story that came out this morning via Forbes, according to reports, Dan Snyder has retained Bank of America Securities to sell the Washington Commanders. And we want to hear from you guys on this. 301-230-0980 is the number. We'll be joined by Michael Phillips of the Richmond Times-Dispatch at the top of the 1 o'clock hour. There's actually football going on today, boys. Chase Young is slated to return to practice, but right now our focus is on the potential sale of the Washington Commanders. And is it actually going to happen? And as a fan base... What would be your reaction if this thing goes through? 301-230-0980 is the number. Let's go to Kevin in Arlington. What's happening? What's going on, Kevin? Hey, Lanell P. How are you boys doing? What a day. Yeah, what a day. So let me just allay some people's fears. I mean, the press release uh, referenced in the forums article about, you know, potentially selling to a minority group, whatever, minority shares, I mean to say, no way. There's no billionaire that's ever going to get into bed with Snyder again in a minority ownership stake. Uh, that ship has sailed. He is radioactive to anybody <laughs> who would want to build a new stadium, et cetera. It's just not going to happen. The writing is on the wall. There's zero chance of Snyder getting minority dollars as the NFL is not going to approve that sale. Of, you guys just talked about the finance committee. Unless Dan agreed to give up operational control. I just don't see it. It's happening. I don't know when. It might be a year. It might be two years. But to me, today, there's been four days in the Snyder ownership era that I've been this happy. The first was when they brought Joe Gibbs out of retirement. The second was when they fired Vinny. The third was when they they fired Bruce. And this is the fourth. It's interesting that the happiest days are when horrible people are going to be moving away from the organization. But that's our reality, and we're hoping it stops. I just want to say one other thing. I hope that NFL owners have learned their lesson. Whoever you know, moves forward as the potential new owner, they better put some stipulations on how they run this thing. Mm. We, we, we can't endure another 25 years of a Snyder-like owner. We want professional people like you got up in Baltimore with Bashadi or like you got up in Philadelphia with Lurie. So that's my hope. Hey, we appreciate the call, buddy. Uh, supposedly, I don't have audio proof of this I just yet. It, yeah. uh, Adam Schefter on ESPN said, quote, this is not a minority sale. This is a whole sale. Supposedly. Wow. I, I, again, I, I want to, he has not he has not said that on on Twitter uh, in, in quite that way. I know some people took his statement. I'm going to check. Uh, well, do you I'm, think that statement was directly fed to him by the commanders? Or what he what he tweeted out in his actual releasing of the statement, or um, tweeting of the statement. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. We gotta uh, let. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, listen, they go to him with a lot of big lot. things, so I, I'm sure, you know. But I want to be careful, um, you know, beyond their obvious statement. And everything, I want to be careful about what we believe on Twitter and and what people hear on TV. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to text Schefter and see if he said that. Okay. Let me, let me, let me ask, let me ask you guys this though. If this was about a minority sale, wouldn't they say, wouldn't they have said that in the statement? Not necessarily. Wouldn't they have been specific in the statement? Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, what I think benefit they, do you get from they open ended it by saying transactions. We're considering transactions. So, I mean, it could be uh, anything. But remember, I mean, allegedly, according to the Forbes story, they've all, Snyder's already 
fielded at least calls from four different groups. So this is not something that just started today. Right. This is something that has been percolating behind the scenes maybe for a few days here now. And you talk about reaction. Chris and I had a call late in our show from Noel in Chicago listening on the Odyssey app. Dude, it elicited elicited so much emotion from him. He was crying during the phone call with us Mm -hmm. that this news had come to light. If you look at social media right now, it's in a frenzy. It's <laughs> it is it is like something has happened here in DC that you know. I mean, the, the celebration. It's like Independence Day when they finally bring down the big ship. Yeah, you know when my guy goes, "Hello, boys, <laughs> I'm back." Well, somebody's done that to the Dan Snyder Independence Day ship. Somebody somehow somewhere has brought it down. And and that's that's the that's the celebration you're getting out there from fans. It's overwhelming right now, and it backs up what I've said on our show for the better part of the two years we've been doing it now. It'll be two years in February. The moment a new owner takes over, the first game following that news, that transaction, that building is full. It is erupting yeah. in support of the Washington Commanders football players like we have not seen in an awful long time. And the celebration you're seeing on social media today from so many people uh, confirms what I've thought all along if that transaction ever goes down. 301-230-0980 is the number. We're taking your calls and getting your reaction on the news of the day. Daniel Snyder, according to Forbes, has retained Bank of America Securities to sell the Washington Commanders. Still trying to figure out whether or not this is going to be a minority or a majority sale. Want to take your calls on this, though. 301-230-0980. Steve is in Baltimore. Wants to tap in. Steve, is it Christmas for you as well? Well, you know, certainly the president is wrapped. I'm not exactly sure what's inside of it. <laughs> I like uh, y'all are giving me y'all are y'all are giving me some uh, some cryptic information here, which I gotta I gotta take with a grain of salt. I'm not sure whether are you saying that the uh, the commanders came out and said that they they are taking minority officer offers, or are they taking both, or are they only taking one? Because let's just be honest. As long as Dan Snyder, is, if he's a minority owner, I got no problem with that. If he wants to have 25%, 35%, I don't care if he's got 48% of this team. As long as Dan Snyder is, has a controlling interest in this team, we're, that's like putting lip, lipstick on a pig. We haven't changed anything. So, no, especially when it comes down to a stadium. You, we all know that one of the biggest problems that we have in getting a new stadium isn't the team. It's Dan Snyder, and the changes in getting a new stadium, if Dan Snyder goes, makes this team amazingly viable, and certainly anybody who's looking at a marketing plan to buy this team is looking at a stadium and what kind of costs are going into it and then what kind of money that they can get back. And the first thing they look at is, we've got to get rid of Dan Snyder or else this is nothing. We're not going to do anything. So this, whatever we're saying here, if they're saying minority ownership – Nah, that ain't going to work. That doesn't happen. Got to be a complete sale. Snyder's got to be gone or else this is nothing. This means not a thing. But I can tell you, I'll be at the game on Sunday, and it will be the biggest topic of conversation while we're at the game. I can promise you that. Hey, we appreciate uh, your it. call, buddy. I mean, yeah, it's 
ESPN just ran on their bottom line saying that it's still unclear whether right. or not is a, it is a majority or minority set. I have not seen it anywhere on Schefter's timeline, like his official Twitter timeline, or uh, in the story that he tweeted from John Kime on ESPN.com that it is being worded as this is not a minority sell. Uh, this is a wholesale, meaning whole team. I have not seen that anywhere other than what was tweeted out. So I, again, have not seen it. I've checked. Uh, checking with Adam right now, he's obviously very busy, so I have no idea if he's going to get back to me or not. But I'm just trying to get clarification. Uh, again, to your point, Linnell, they are not saying – I mean, the headline says, Commander's owner Dan and Tanya Snyder hire a bank to sell team. That's – That's sort of misleading, but then it says in smaller font, whether it's a minority stake or whole team remains unclear. So they are clarifying, even though it's a misleading headline, they are clarifying it. But again, there's still some confusion. So I think we should operate. I think we should operate with this notion that it is more... Very possible that this is still only a minority investment slash cash infusion stadium planning building arrangement deal. If that's the case, fans out there, including myself, are thinking that could end up being maybe the worst case scenario for this thing. Because if Dan Snyder can get a stadium built, doesn't that just further entrench him as yes. the owner of this football team? Uh, you would think, right? I mean, you would think if if that's what his intent is once he gets – because remember what he said allegedly in that ESPN piece. If I can just get a quarterback and if I can just get a stadium Wait. deal, then I'm good. I'm gold, right? So he's got to be thinking, hey, I don't have the cash. Well, They're not going to give me the cash. Number one. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> but, but, I mean, he can keep trying. But if he gets the stadium, that's what matters. And if he gets the cash – to infuse his organization, he might be willing to give up as much as 49% of the organization. To your point of whether it's the worst thing, it is the worst thing in a way because, again, if he gets the stadium as part of it that further entrenches him, the only way, again, that I think you could get around that where it would work with the public is, okay, if a guy like, again, Bezos comes in and he gets – Again, just to use a number, 49%. But there's a promise, there's a contractual guarantee that he eventually gets some sort of controlling interest or or whatever. And I don't know if that's even legal and how that would all... But that's the only way that that would save the day under that scenario. 301-230-0980 is the number. We're reacting to the big news of the day. According to Forbes, Commander's owner Daniel Snyder has retained Bank of America Securities to sell the Washington Commanders. The caveat in this all right now is that we do not have clarity on whether or not that is a majority or minority sale. Let's go to Ray in D.C. wants to tap in. Ray, what's your opinion on all this? Hey, man, I'm going to say this. You know, I'm not a Dan Snyder fan or nothing like that, but y'all better be careful what y'all asking for. Y'all ask for Bezos and all these people, Jay-Z's, how do y'all know these dudes ain't going to be a better owner than Dan Snyder? Well, I don't think the bar is and very these, high, right? <laughs> well, 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 and that's a, that's a shame because with all this stuff coming out in the press, without even knowing that the man is guilty or innocent, and this is all of what people hear, I've broken people down and questioning, what do you know about Dan Snyder himself? It's all about the play on the field. 
is how y'all feel at the stadium, and and, and the team's still going to lose. And then when you bring in a new owner, y'all going to have to start a new coach, a new this, a new players, and all of that, and we're still going to stink for another 10 years. We don't want three games in a row, and that's all y'all talking about is this crap right here, man. I, I'm really messed up with it because so, I'm a fan where the play is on the field. You want a three-game, you're on a three-game right. winning streak, but what the hell does that mean in the grand scheme of things? None, all well, of your problems you know that you had before but, the three-game no, 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 winning streak you know still exists. I'll break it down to you. It means we won three games in a row. Right, where you That's been all week? Where you been all week? week. Like, That's what we've been talking about for three days until this bombshell drops about the owner of the team, who the entire fan base has been chanting for weeks. Sell the team. This drops in our lap, and we're supposed to just ignore it? No way. I think Ray might be in the Dan Snyder camp. Maybe he's going to be one of the new majority. Hey, Ray, people are leaving owners. in droves over there. Maybe they'll hire you to sell tickets. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty is the number. Let's go to Mark. Who's in Landover Hills? What's tapping? What's going on, Mark? Top of the day to you, gentlemen. Three of the finest. Linnell, Chris, and Pete. Hey, Mark. I just want to say that, man, it sounds like to me that the rats might be jumping the ship. <laughs> and karma's a really good thing for the good folks out there. And like they said in the Guns of the Magnificent Seven, since you guys are always using movie analogies, the farmer always wins, and that means the little guys. So we can only hope that the road out of town will be paved with them leaving. And you know who I'm talking about, fellas. And good riddance. And go take your manipulative money somewhere else because it sure didn't work in old D.C. And uh, let's get that bandwagon going for the guys from the Anacostia Flats originally, just like you and me, Pete. And, (laughs) hey, hope for the best. And, hey, guys, make sure you have a good day. And let's let's be positive and hope it works out the way we're thinking. I appreciate the call, Mark. Yeah, I mean, if this thing actually gets kicked in motion and he's about to sell the entire franchise, like, can you imagine? Can, I, I know we talk about it and we expect people to show out in droves. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a damn parade going on on Pennsylvania Avenue. I mean, this is some of the biggest news we've gotten for me in my lifetime. Tailgate Ted may have a bunch of people walking up to his tailgate <laughs> this week just to celebrate with him in the right. parking lot and may not necessarily go inside the stadium and buy a ticket. Yeah. Um, I, I got some clarification okay. on that. Uh, uh, Schefter did not exactly say that. Okay. Uh, what What is being reported on Twitter. Uh, however, um, you know, basically – Basically, that's the thought process. That is a wholesale. That's that's the belief, but but not not that he said exactly that. Right. You know. Um, so just again, you know, like that statement is not accurate from what is being circulated on Twitter. Yeah. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty is the number. Let's go to the commander in chiefess. Commander in Chiefs was not going to call in until next week. I had to call in because guess what? About three weeks ago, I left a message for Tanya Snyder. I have not heard back from Tanya Snyder. The reason why she didn't call back because this thing was going down three weeks ago. And as far as that caller about the, the um, he's chiming in, we're not talking about the three-game win. Guess what? With this ownership, there will be no more wins. So... 
we need to concentrate on this because with Dan Snyder leaving, and I, I like Dan as a person, I think. I don't know him personally. But with him leaving, this is equivalent to the 91, the 82, and the uh, 87 Super Bowl season if this comes off. So I'm just putting the pep rally together just in case this goes down. <laughs> when this goes down, I want all the fans to come out. No, no um, – Anything against Dan, but this is um, this is a celebration. He needs to sell the team. Commander in chief, can I can, holder, I can I ask what you left the message about to Tanya Snyder? What what that message was was, was involving? Okay, when I when I left the message for Tanya, it was after the I think the Lions lost. No, the Philadelphia lost. When I left FedEx, when I came to FedEx, I asked this Philadelphia fan because they were like it was like sixty percent of them, forty percent of us, if, if that's the uh, ratio. I asked him, can you all please leave the stadium? He, he, I said, can you all please go home? He said, we are at home. So I saw my marketing rep, who was my uh, commander's salesman at the stadium, say, this is marketing. You know, so I called Tanya the next day to say, Tanya, what are we going to do to get this fan base back? It wasn't about the game. It wasn't about anything like that, but marketing. Things that we can do to get your 12th man back. Tanya has not called me back, um, and it's Dow by name. Dan does not have a Dow by name, but Tanya has a Dow by name. Dan didn't want anybody, doesn't want anybody calling his extension and leaving any messages. But I did leave a message for Tanya. So, wow. unfortunately for him, it, it's just terrible. But for us, the fans, this is my first year having season tickets. I've been a fan for 50 years. We need new ownership. I miss Jack Kent Cook like crazy. We talked about him, but he was a man of cal- caliber, good caliber. And we appreciate so. the call. 301-230-0980 is the number. We're reacting to the big news of the day. According to Forbes, Commander's owner Daniel Snyder has retained Bank of America Securities to sell the Washington Commanders. Right now, we're still trying to figure out whether or not it's going to be a majority or minority sale, but the lid is off of this thing. Joining us on the other side of this break is going to be Michael Phillips of the Richmond Times-Dispatch. He's currently out in Ashburn, and he'll give us the latest on what's going on on the practice field as well as his situation. All that and more next right here on the Burgundy and Gold today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 